Supremis first recorded show of 2020. Not the first one we'll release. Is it? Not the first one? Yes. Yep. All right. Peek behind the curtain. Who's that voice? That belongs to my beautiful boy, Andy, who years ago now, so long ago, tried to ply his wares in sunny California, but now he's back with his tail between his legs. Defeated, but not... Uh, no, he's defeated. <laughs> This premise but is not, old. But yeah, I know it is. But it really is old. It's, it's like how I met your mother. It's yeah. like, oh, are they still just going to make every episode of, they have to say that phrase? Yeah, I how guess. How I met your mother? Isn't this just about some friends hanging out now? <laughs> I was like, no, no, you got to say it. That's what's sold. Is that really what they say? In the, I've, I've never seen an episode. Yeah, I'm pretty sure every like, single episode ends with, but that's not how I met your mother. Oh my God. And that's like the suspense sort of thread. <laughs> <laughs> like the like the audience is gonna be like, oh no, I can't watch it. I was like, it's like fucking who cares? But that's what's what's so funny is like every you have to come up with these elaborate pitches to sell your show, but then ultimately all anyone wants from a show is just like, do I want to hang out with my six friends? Yeah, friend. The the, the premise of Friends is friends hang out. Premise of Cheers is sad friends hang out. Like it's it's all that's the same thing. Yeah, but you got these hooks. You know, you got hooks. these hooks. What's the hook of What's the hook of Friends? Uh, it's like, uh, it's like Rachel just got in a bad breakup and now she needs a place to live. Okay. Yeah. That, that's the, I guess that's the inciting kind of incident. Yeah. I guess it's not a big hook. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Friends I think is about, is the same premise as how I met your mother. <laughs> okay. It's all of them just trying to figure out who's the mom. I don't remember what friends. Were. Yeah. Maybe friends. Friends was on the, they were upfront about not having that. Anyway, we're off on a tangent. Because, no, I remember what Friends was. What was? What was it? Friends is a murder mystery. Okay. The first scene of the show is Joey in a pool of blood, and then you spend seasons. Oh, so it's like Sunset Boulevard back in, yeah, we were. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's 14 seasons of of lighthearted Sunset Boulevard. Joey narrating his own death. Yeah, that's, at the end of every season he goes, daba do daba, (laughs) but that's not who killed me. That's Joey, right? That's Joey. That's totally Joey. Daba do daba. <laughs> yeah. He, he talks like a Star Wars character and then says a phrase. I think that's a Star Fox character. Oh, that is a Star Fox character? Daba do daba. Who oh. killed me? Is that, that's not a bad Joey. And then the reason they created the Joey spinoff show was because all the executives realized, like they all slapped their foreheads at the same time because they were like, fuck, we forgot to say who killed Joey. <laughs> <laughs> so they made a new show for him. Yeah. That's good. You asked me a tough question, put me on the spot, and I came up with what I think is a funny answer. All right, knocked it out of the park. But our premise is very simple. Andy's back home. He's living with me in the boiler room mm-hmm. uh, alongside a bunch of fun roommates now, including Everardo, the intern. Hi, Everardo. What's up, guys? Bringing uh, new energy to 2020, That I, uh, re- renewed energy, I would say. In what sense? Well, I am, uh, listeners of the podcast know I am a student at Humber Podcasting Program, but yeah. that is that no Ryers, more. Ryerson Podcast. Oh, yeah, Ryerson. Did sorry. you transfer to Humber? <laughs> I did transfer to Humber. Yes, In 2020, got, you went over to Humber. I got expelled from Ryerson. Oh, my God. They said, uh, there's no way it's taking you this long to graduate, and also you've never once paid for tuition, oh. and you've been here for seven years. Um so I said, you know what? I don't need this negative attitude. I'm taking it. So I, I enrolled to Humber PR. You know what? 2020, no toxic people. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And uh, that's actually the slogan of Humber. I oh. saw it on a on a bus shelter uh, ad. Yeah, written said, in I'll pen. I'll go there. Written in Sharpie. Yeah. That I must thought, be their official slogan. I thought, this is kind of cool, very urban marketing technique. Yeah. And uh, that's kind of what my whole deal is. Your whole um, deal is to just tell everyone there's no, the toxic people are gone? Yeah. We, we got, we're, they're all gone. That, we got them that's all. me. Yeah, and okay. I, do, I do not follow toxic people, and I only go to non-toxic schools like Humber, home of the lions. Is it the lions? Is that the mascot? Uh-huh. Yep. Oh, oh that's nice. the Humber a, lions. The Humber lions. <laughs> and so I'm doing Humber PR podcast radio program. And um, oh, that's what PR stands <laughs> for. Podcast radio. Yeah, I assume that's what it could what it's standing for. Oh, you don't know for sure. Then let me be the first to tell you you're in the wrong program. Well, I don't know because there's a lot of stuff about establishing your message. Yeah. Uh, which I think can relate to podcasts. Yeah, sure. So you're going to do a, let me tell you again, you are doing a public relations course 
uh, and you're going to try and connect it in your own mind to podcasting. But for all intents and purposes, you are not about to become better at podcasting. Well, you know, we'll see what Humber can do for me. And I'm excited to start this new chapter in my life. And uh, we'll see what Unfortunately, I do need new intern credits. So I will be starting a new internship here. Oh, Oh, this is a renewed internship. A renewed internship. Oh, you're passing us paperwork. Yeah. So you will need to sign those (laughs) to make sure I've done my hours each week. Are you going to be paying them? Like, or are you just not going to pay them? Like, you not, didn't pay Ryerson? Seven years is a long time to get away with not paying them. Yeah. Well, That's... we'll see. You know, we'll see what, uh, you know, hopefully my acting still happens with my agent, Vince. If he can hook me up with some gigs, yeah, maybe I can pay the bills. There's a lot in you. There's a lot. Your character's gotten pretty rich, too. Yeah, That's, I forgot. You got, there's you... not too many things to juggle, is there? <laughs> I forgot you were an actor. I forgot about Vince. Oh, yeah. Why did yeah. we? Why were you? Why did why? Why did you get an agent? What may I say I before we get stories. to the agent? Uh, I recently ran into your entourage on the street. Ev, speaking of your acting, oh, you've, you've developed an acting entourage. Uh, yeah, I, they follow me everywhere. They're my bros. Yeah, I saw uh, you were with Tortoise. Yeah, <laughs> and V. Yeah, we got Tortoise V, and of course, let's not forget about old Johnny. Oh yes, <laughs> old Johnny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The older brother to uh, Jay Baruchel. Yes. <laughs> Johnny Baruchel. He's, uh, yeah. He looks the same. He but... says he's only 39, but I know he's 56. But it's, it's fine because that's, you know, we love him anyway. Yeah. Well, that's cool. I love your entourage. I love the vibe that you guys bring. I like how Tortoise always seems to be down on his luck, and V seems to have a pretty good heart. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, they're just clinging around me. Uh... Why the hell do you have an entourage again? <laughs> yeah, how do you have like, an entourage? Why do you have an entourage? <laughs> how does this you've come like, to be? There's no success. You haven't been successful at all in anything you've tried. And yet well, you have a my, bunch of people around you? Well, my agent hooked me up for uh, an audition. And that was, I actually met them doing the play, uh, which was kind of an interactive theater in the washroom of the path. Oh, right. Your sleep no more thing that was actually just you selling cologne in the path. Yes. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And so these were some of the other actors and uh, just kind of guys that would hang out in the washroom of the path. And I thought, we should get out of here and we should, uh, we should maybe get a loft together and try to hang out with models and stuff. Oh, that's oh wow! Well, that's a big come up. That's huh? New Year, New You. Mm-hmm. And that's... they are. I did have to enroll them all into Humber as well. They're going to Humber too. Yeah. Wow. That's well, crazy. may I say, um, for all those listening, uh, fledgling young Humber is known for many things. Uh, <laughs> listen, if you first move to Toronto, you will think it is only a comedy program. Surprisingly, there's more. Uh, imagine going to Humber for political science. <laughs> but. Uh, it's a great place if you're a young comedian and you're like, what do I do after high school? I got all this money burning a hole in my pocket, and I'd like to technically begin, but ultimately delay my pursuit of comedy. <laughs> Check out the Humber, Humber Comedy Program. Andy, you took it. Yeah, And I then did. I signed up as a mature student for their heckling program. Yeah. So I've been moving up in that. I know, it was infuriating. I've got my first uh, heckling showcase at... <laughs> Absolute comedy this weekend, so come see me. I'm gonna be really giving it to some young Humber uh, comedy students. It's really nice. odd that they they give classes on that because in comedy they're they're really adamant. Like the comedy program, they're telling you to like shoot shoot down hecklers and all that. And I don't I don't know why they're teaching people how to like destroy comedians' confidence. Well, it's just another you know, it's just another strain. It's a strain tool of that comedy. A comedian needs to know. I think. What what comedian really likes hecklers? Well, it's not about them. It's about the hecklers and the audience that want likes the hecklers. The audience never likes a heckler. Oh, the audience loves hecklers. I this I one time this I heckled this comedian. This is before I even got involved with the program, so I was like green. You know what I mean? But this <laughs> okay. this uh, comedian was being like super, like super annoying. Okay. You know what I mean? No. And uh, what do you mean? <laughs> Wait, no. you what, what do you mean? No. What, what was he mean? doing? Was he was he telling like jokes that were offensive, or was he just? Andy can't imagine a stand-up comedian being. No, annoying. I can imagine <laughs> him being annoying. I know <laughs> that, <laughs> but I just don't think there's any any room for a heckler. You know, like let the person do his five oh, minutes. You're absolutely wrong. Uh, like for instance, this guy told a joke and it fell really flat. You know? Yeah. And I could tell he just wanted to move it along to his next joke and sort of paint over the awkwardness, but I wasn't about to let that happen. So there's this beat of silence where no one really laughed, and then I went like this. So that happened. 
and it That's brought good. the house down. <laughs> it fucking annihilated. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. And then that comedian wasn't able to actually get back on his feet. Did he say anything back to you? Did no, he... he fucking cowered. He tried to come at me, but I was too strong. The audience was with me. That's good. That's that made not... the show better. You're a comedian too. Why do you like? You don't like this. You, you do you like cacklers coming to your show? Well, no, but I wish maybe I will look into the Humber program because I wish I was taught in school how to deal with hecklers. Yeah, which is not something they taught me. So you wish you would go to a class and learn how to be a heckler, so you know how to how to Here's deal with. I will say up. I don't like hecklers, but I think a comedian does need to know how to deal with it. You're forged in fire. Yeah. No one ever forged a sword in a group of uh, helpful agreeable swords <laughs> you know you don't get a sword because a bunch of other swords say great job you're a sword you forge it in fire i always just go too far with hecklers and i the audience turns on me i just go exactly hard because you've immediately. got you've got no sense of proportion i tell them to shut the fuck up the heckler and wins. fuck you and we're taught in the heckler program to invite that yeah as soon as we see emotion we invite it oh because you're a and troll we lick our lips. and you like that you like that you like the anger trolls that's such a negative word you are. That's what hecklers are. They're trolls. No, we're dark jesters. <laughs> we're the we're negative space jesters. Negative space. All right. We create comedy and then we point it out when it's not there enough, <laughs> or it's a bit off. It's great. I really recommend the Humber heckling program. I recommend the Humber comedy program if you want to like get fucking destroyed. <laughs> And I recommend the Humber. Uh, Humber's got a great new program on how to transition from being a comedian uh, who it's not really working out for into sort of more of a management role. <laughs> nice. And that, that also coincides with a comedian who's not working out well who wants to transform into storyteller comedian oh. <laughs> role. Humber's got a great... They don't have a storytelling <laughs> program yet, but they do have a how to cope with the fact that you might be a storyteller sort of therapy. Free therapy class. <laughs> it's really good. Um, they've got, yeah, I know that uh, some alumni from the Moth storytelling series came by and sort of sprinkled some fairy dust on the ground and, you know, talked about That's their awesome. lives. It's really good. So, we, yeah, we love uh, Humber. Go Lions. We are so excited for our first official taped guest, uh, live guest of 2020. This guy is the moderator. Okay, listen, you all know how big of fans we are of Murdoch Mysteries. Mm -hmm. Andy's auditioned for it at least a couple times. It's Canada's premier show. It's the show that can't die. It's the new 22 minutes. <laughs> it's never going away. It's never going away. Uh, <sighs> and if you're not from Canada, well, we'll get into all of this, but this guy's the moderator of the Murdoch Mysteries subreddit group. Please welcome Bryn Potty. Hey, guys. All right. Really happy to be here to talk doc with you guys. <laughs> talk doc. Talk doc. I love, I love yeah. it. That could be a podcast on its own, talking doc. Do you have any podcasts in mind for Murdoch Mysteries? Or well, um, yeah. Uh, Crab Tree. <laughs> Crab Tree Chats. Uh, we're What's talking that? about the character Crabtree. Holy smokes. Oh, okay. I don't even know who Crabtree <laughs> is. You're already so much deeper than okay. we know. Yeah. Who's Crabtree? <laughs> All right. I know you guys are big fans, but would you like me to break down the main characters of Murdoch Mystery? Let me back general back. synopsis <laughs> yeah. of the show. Let's back it up okay. for one second. So for any listener from America or anyone in Canada who's had their fucking head in the sand for the past, I'm going to say, 40 years? <laughs> 10. Uh, what is Murdoch Mysteries? Okay, Murdoch Mysteries is a show, a, a mystery, a murder mystery show set in Toronto, I think in like 1910, thereabouts, turn of the century, uh, with a main detective who invents different little machines to help him solve uh, Toronto murders. It's already okay. sounding like Inspector Gadget, but go on. <laughs> uh, and there's also always at least one time when they'll like make a meta reference to the future, like... Um, They'll be drinking, someone will be drinking coffee and be like, I think this is going to be bigger than tea in the future. And then someone will say, no way. And that, that happens at least once per episode. Do you know what that sounds like? That sounds like a whole show built around like 
a one-off Star Trek holodeck episode <laughs> where they make all those annoying references to the past and they all get to wear fedoras and Brent Spiner's fucking off the leash. For some reason, Data's in Shakespearean clothes oh, yeah. or some shit. And you're just like, oh God, his agent's the one that pushed for this episode. <laughs> one more he is several cowboys. Is, uh, it's very Oh, good. a fistful of Data's. Yeah. Oh my <laughs> God. Is that what it's called? That's uh, literally called the fistful of Data's where the, hol- the holodeck uh, malfunctions and then Worf has to bond with his son to take on data yeah and Worf has a son are you fucking kidding you don't have Worf as a son he has a Worf he has a son with a with a woman who's who's half human oh wait I remember half human that. half Klingon and you've walked into the trap Andy because it's our favorite segment dad's Worf impression oh fuck <laughs> here we go here's my favorite line from Star Trek the next generation as performed by Worf I do not have a son <laughs> There it is. Right. Well, I mean, fair, fair enough. He has he has real trouble dealing with it, dealing with the fact because it's kind of dropped on him that he has a son. Doesn't his son have like a human name? Like it's like Alex. Alexander. It's Alexander. <laughs> Alexander. 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 No, Alexander. <laughs> Alexander. He's a, he's a whiny name. guy, but he shows up later in DS Nine as a full grown man, and I think he. I don't want to ruin it for anybody who hasn't seen DS Nine yet. So. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you haven't gotten around to Deep Space Nine yet, Deep Space Nine is incredible. I know I don't want to, I don't want to turn this into a podcast about Star Trek, but yeah, it's a great show. It's really good. It's probably I would argue it has episodes that are better than TNG. So hmm. is, it your, is it your favorite of all of the Star Trek? No, TNG is still my favorite, but but DS Nine has some. It has some of the best and some of the worst episodes ever written. There's one where Quark has to genetically transform into a female to make a deal and then deals oh with like yeah, deals, with, deals with going through a Ferengi like make a period. deal yeah like literally to do like to do that's, like a business deal the, the guy will only deal with a woman so he gets genetically altered to be a woman and then he gets the vapors and has all these emotions and can't deal with it vapors he he's like oh I can't oh I'm just like it's too much I gotta like, lie down on one of those bed couches for real I'm not kidding it's like that's what it is it's like it's like a man wrote this and had no idea what a woman was like and he didn't like know any women who could take his place to make the no, deal for no, no no of course be I'm, appalled. Be... I'm appalled i'm appalled that you think a star trek deep space nine male writer wouldn't know what a woman is like <laughs> <laughs> i'm appalled yeah it's uh that's a rough one it's one of the one of the one of the more rough ones one of the I less bet he nails aggressive it, ones the quirk actor is great and he, that is a show with not too many great actors. Yeah. He's, Deep Space Nine is a low point on the acting grade. Yeah. You see, there's not a lot of good ones. The guy who plays, listen, rest in peace, guy who plays Odo. What's his name I again? liked uh, Rene Orge. I can't pronounce his name. If last you name. liked his performance, I'm going to fucking disown you. Why? That performance He's was... amazing. Have you fucking seen Benson, man? What's Benson? You haven't seen Benson? He plays. He plays kind of the smarmy. It's it's about a governor, a governor of a, I can't remember what state, but Benson plays. Oh, this is just a different show. Yeah, well, it's just, it's I a, thought you meant this is like a holodeck thing where Rene Auberge and Locke No, it's a spinoff of Soap. A it's a spinoff of Soap. You know, Soap. Soap. The sitcom Soap, which is a parody of soap operas. Andy, I Billy know I'm your dad, but not it. all of us are a hundred years old. <laughs> okay, fuck, man. It's a, it's a comedy soap. show. Anyway, Billy Crystal's in Soap? Billy, Billy Crystal's Crystal, in Soap? Yeah, he's yes, in thank there. You. Yeah. And well, then the, the, now I'm going to watch. The dad from uh, Empty Nest is on there, too. Yeah, okay. yeah, and so is, and I can't remember the guy's name, but he plays the, uh, he's in Lion King. He plays the... Oh, uh... Gene uh, Jones. James no, Earl Jones. No, it's not. Pumba. It's either Pumba or James Earl Jones. Pumba? Is it the no. character Pumba? Who's Pumba? Is the character Pumba in Benson? No. The the warthog. No, it's the oh, it's the. Is there an animated warthog in the human show Benson? What is the name? starring Rene Auberjonois? No, it's not Rene Auberjonois. What's not? Andy, Andy. Fuck. I'm gonna ask you seriously for a second. Hold on. This character that you're trying to think of. Yeah. Does he have tusks? No. <laughs> Does he have a meerkat? Friend? Oh my god, I can't. But There's... is he animated? Benson show. Benson's hope. Benson. It's not here. Benson's is it Oliver Platt? Platt? What? <laughs> Fuck you. It's something. Yeah, it's probably Oliver Platt. Matthew Broderick. Uh, no. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. He's African American. What's he's? Uh, uh, Benson. A- African American Jonathan he Taylor plays Thomas. Benson. But he plays. Uh, Benson Dubois, he's played by, you oh sure? my God, Benson theme song. Are you sure it's not James Earl Jones? <laughs> Robert uh, Gulliam? Why do I not know his name? Guillaume? Guillaume. I used to love that show and I don't know his name. I'm Who is terrible. he in The Lion King? Rafiki. I couldn't remember his name. Rafiki. Yes. All right. This is why I hate talking. Very cool. Yeah. All right. Cool, man. Mm. <laughs> Who's your guys' favorite Lion King guy? 
Wine drinker. Wine drinker. Wine drinker. Oh, it's got to be the king himself, Simba. Yeah. You love Simba? <laughs> yeah, he's Young so Simba or adult Simba? I like when he's teen Simba for, <laughs> for one a little bit. Oh, just the during log. the Hakuna Matata <laughs> yeah. montage. Yeah, when Simba goes to college. That's what that sequence is. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're all like, don't worry, yeah. be happy. And he's like, I got responsibilities. And they're like, come on, just party with us on this log and eat bugs. There's no such thing. That to me is, you know how everyone in Halifax goes to college and then they're all like, I don't want to go back to Toronto. I'm just going to yeah. stay here. And then two years later, they're like, that's long enough. <laughs> it's those I two know years. exactly what you mean. <laughs> it's the two year low where you're like, I, I think I can put off responsibility for two more years. Yeah. A lot of old people out there. There is a lot of old people in Nova Scotia, <laughs> but there's a lot of old people, and a lot of extremely young people. There's Brand, a lot of like, yeah. middle people. You're from, uh, yeah. Yeah, from there. I'm from. I'm from. That's why I know so much about uh, Murdoch mysteries. Is uh, how dare you bring it to back keep, to the core topic? I try to keep I up on this. Please keep it on topic. No, 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 no. I'm happy to talk about Nova Scotia for sure. Um, yeah, <laughs> a lot, lot of Murdoch heads out in Nova well, Scotia. Well, I'm imagine. trying. Yeah, I'm trying to keep on top of like what old people in Canada like. And no offense to Republic of Doyle, but right now it's Murdoch mysteries. Well, Republic of Doyle yeah. is also. Hasn't been on television for a while. It's, it's hard. A, it's hard to tell what is still on and what isn't with CBC, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that is true. Is yeah. Wild Horses or Wild Roses? Is that still no? Going? Wild Heartland. Heartland. Heartland has been on for a long time. It's not Heartland's long never going to die. Okay. Heartland won't die. Did I think say... Heartland is like Murdoch Mysteries in that it's been on forever, I guess, and no one's realized it. Yeah, I would love to. We got to get a Heartland expert here because. I don't, I can't even imagine what a single episode would be about, let alone a decade's worth of episodes. How do they, how do they keep telling stories? Because there's no stakes and it doesn't matter. They just have stuff that just, you saw that clip on Twitter, right? There was a weird clip. There was a weird clip where an American was like, this is what Canadian television is like. I guess, yeah, the stakes were like someone... There was no state. It was just someone liked a horse. Yeah, they're like, this horse is nice. And they're like, oh, I, thank you. That's It's my horse. And I'm like, great. Good horse. And then that was like... That was the, like that three was, minutes. That was, yeah, it was a three-minute conversation. <laughs> but then it just ended on their face. And then it went to commercial. Like, that was the commercial out. <laughs> where she's like, did he like my horse? I'm not sure. Like, oh, that's yeah. It. yeah. It's it almost was, like grown-ups in high school plus horses. Yeah. It's like, all that matters is like, did they really mean that? Yeah. I've been reading a lot of Jane Austen, and it's kind of that, too. Oh, really? It's kind of that, too. You've been... Wait a second. You've been reading a lot of Jane Austen, Dad? Yeah. yeah. What the fuck have you been reading nice. Jane... I mean, nothing wrong with Jane Austen. Is, new Year, New Me. Don't be toxic. I'll cut you out. I'm not being Just to get ready for the new Little Women movie? That's not Jane Austen. Although there is a new <laughs> oh, Emma movie. I did see the new Little Women movie. Did you like it? Daddy loved it. You did? Yes. My, I, I have some... My other no, never mind. I can't. I was gonna say my parents did not like it, but that doesn't that breaks the fucking mold. Uh, no, let's. Uh, How can we do that? <laughs> your foster parents, let's say. My foster parents. Why? What did they not like? I I, I honestly don't know. They went and they were like, "What was that?" They were just really. They what? didn't like it. Did they it. know the story? No, I can't nothing. Anyone. I convinced choose them. to go to see Little Women not to like it. They, you know, like I, you, you know what you're getting into. I convinced I them thinking. to go because they wanted to really, really wanted to go see Cats, and I was like, "Don't that last go night. see Cats, please." Cats was the best theater experience I've had in a long <laughs> I'm time. I'm going to go soon. I'm going. It to was like, sold out. People were fucking going nuts. It was amazing. I can't wait to. There's go just see enough it. people who no, were I'm upset that other people cats. were laughing that it was good. <laughs> you got to really experience oh, their fuck. pain. It's, it was awesome. I tried to go to one theater. It was sold out. I had to run across the city to another theater, which was almost sold out. People were going fucking ape shit. It was like being at the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Oh, we were really... laughing. We were cheering. Memory made us all shiver in our spines. The CGI was so uncomfortable. You I laugh every Hudson. time you see Judy Dench. Like, you cannot believe what she looks like. It's fucking wild. And this this is, movie is wild. This is after the DLC update, right? Like, after they updated everything? It's just the fundamental premise that this movie is like, the CGI, the way they made these cat faces look, is weird. Yeah. Like, no matter what you do. I heard do, it was like a Snapchat filter. It just looks like a Snapchat Here's the weirdest filter. shit. All of the places are called, like, instead of a casino, it's a cat casino. Oh, my and God. all of the restaurants oh, are called, God. like, the milk and bowl. But they're sized human-sized. 
So you wait. So they're too big for the cats. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like it's about cats, but the cats are small and they look fucking creepy. And then, the, but all the places are for humans, but they're all yep. named cat for cats oh, and like cool. milk bars instead of bars, so milk comes out. So it's like. What is this There's universe? No internal logic. <laughs> Who's in charge in this universe? Are there humans? You never see them. You never see the humans. But you see what they've made, what they've wrought. <laughs> are they, a, so it's are like they some... alluded to? Like, honestly, you expect that if you see a human, finally, they're going to turn Planet of the Apes style and have a cat face. And you'll just learn that there's a different species of cat that's like human-sized cats who are in charge or something. I can't wait to go see this movie. Oh, there's a moment where oh. James Corden as a cat gets launched up and hits his balls on a barrel. <laughs> there's a moment. This is there's a moment where what's her name? Uh, uh, no, uh, uh, the British lady who's in everything, but she's kind of charmless. <laughs> Not Judy Dench. Rebel Wilson. Oh. Rebel Wilson. Oh, Rebel. Right. Yeah. She, like, she okay. unzips her cat skin and she's wearing like a sequined yeah, thing underneath like, like, uh, was... like Helen Hunt and girls just want to have fun, except that was her skin. Right. So it's just like they keep doing shit like that where you're like, are there no rules? There's no rules here. There's no rules. It's like Family Guy. It's, <laughs> yeah, that's right. it's like the they rules just, yeah. bend to whatever the moment, moment. is. And yeah. then she ends up getting out of a hard situation at the end by unzipping her skin. So it's just truly like... Anything goes. <laughs> is this part? I mean, the, it, has anyone seen the Broadway play? Does that happen? There? I have. There, well, there's no unzipping of skin. There's definitely like an anything goes quality to it. Yeah. Like some cats sing about like cat shit. Yeah. Like what? Like Rumple Teaser's whole song is about being like uh, a hard to please cat. You know, where he's like, if you offer me a cat or if you offer me a rat, well, I'd rather have a mouse. You know what I mean? <laughs> okay. So it's like, he's kind of a real cat. He's singing about being just like a difficult cat. Yeah. But then another cat sings about like being a Shakespearean actor. <laughs> and you're like, so, okay, so some cats are humans who are just dressed as cats. Yeah. Like they just look like cats, but with human qualities and histories. But then other cats are cats. And it's just, it's, it's just for a for fucking free for all. This is all just seventies shit. It sounds where it was just like throw everything at the wall. If the I music sounds 80s. cool, I think it's eighties. Yeah. It I it think 80s? it's like Andrew Lloyd Webber, like on cocaine. Yeah, it sounds like an improvised Broadway play. Kind of. I was gonna say, you know it, it, I mean? it sounds like an anime. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, it's like, like people removing yeah. skin and glitching into different realities, and yeah, <laughs> the wildest. Really, the it's like time. it's not weird that it exists because, like, if you ever seen like I know you like this, Bryn, uh, old weird seventies uh, rock operas like The Apple, mm -hmm. like the but The Apple when you watch The Apple, which is just like bad, like insane bad disco Jesus Christ superstar, but it's like nobody remembers The Apple because it was bad. Mm -hmm. It was like yeah. they tried and they went too far and it sucked. So it's like now it's just like a curiosity that gets revived every 10 years yeah. or five or whatever. But Cats is the biggest musical in the history of musicals. <laughs> People connect with it. Really yeah. wild. I mean, it's probably because of the music, because of like memories or things. I mean, I don't but like memories. The, the only great song. Yeah. I, All the I, other I could, songs are fucking weird. I couldn't yeah, tell you any of those songs. are annoying. I yeah. remember I remember watching a taped version of it when I was well, in elementary school and f be being so annoyed at it. It's, I, but it's I'd love weird. to see it now. I will say I watched. I, this was my second time seeing it, and it goes down easier the second time. The, sec the second okay. time you've seen the movie. No, uh, oh. like the the story told. Okay. <laughs> was it similar? Was it similar though? The first time I was just reading the T.S. Eliot poems, <laughs> <laughs> but imagining them to song. I'd like to see a live action version of Andrew Lloyd Webber's Forgotten Train musical. Oh, remember that one? It's the like Roller Express. Yeah, Roller Express. It's about trains. Oh, yeah, it's like cats they're on, about they're trains. On, and they're on roller skates. They're on roller skates the whole time. What? They yes. represent a train? I believe that they are each trains, yeah. They're like, each one's trains? like the caboose, one's the <laughs> dining it's like car. A, it's like a still piercer kind of. Uh, <laughs> it's class-based? It's a I, class metaphor? I only know of it, to be honest. I think I've browsed like, the Wikipedia for it. I've never seen it. It's like, See, this is like snow I, piercer. This is what I mean. It's like, how is cats not that? Yeah. Just yeah. This forgotten curiosity in, a, in an otherwise successful man's career. It just hit. I guess it just hit and, just and it just keeps things. going. Yeah. None of us were like alive for the first like time that cats hit, right? So no. it just is something. So. Well, Andy was, was, Andy was 70. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I mean, I was alive. It was in the 80s. And yes. Yeah. Okay. But we, none of us were like 
aware. Tastemakers at that time. <laughs> no, none of us were tastemakers. You're right. None of us were influencers in the early 80s. Yeah. yeah. So I guess like um, it just, it just must be something that you had to be there for. Yeah. You know, yeah. like honestly, and this really? is going to this is going to get me canceled. But uh, when people older, than, this is going to be cat sold. But uh, <laughs> when people older than me talk about what a big deal Terry Fox was, it's just kind of like, that's sad, <laughs> I guess. But like, it doesn't connect with me in any way. Yeah. But older people, they really care about that. I Ooh. think that's super. That's, <laughs> Brandon, let me say that this seems to come from a personal place for you because you do look a bit like Terry Fox. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So I feel like this is some childhood <laughs> bullying that you're you're letting out in a weird way. For the listeners, I look like if he didn't get cancer but got fat instead. <laughs> he ran across the country on one leg. Wow. It's what? He half the country. All right, all right, half the country. Intellectually, I know that's important. Yeah. But I just don't yeah. feel I, it. Yeah. The way I feel a connection to the show, but, Murdoch but do, history. But yeah. if I could just say... <laughs> First of all, how dare you again? All right. How dare you try to bring this back? Brand. Uh, <laughs> yep. Listen, we've spent too long at sea, and now we're coming home. Mm. Coming home to our favorite uh, party, and that is... The more information about Murdoch Mysteries party. <laughs> now it seems like a decade ago you promised to tell us about the characters of Murdoch Mysteries. We want to know it all. All right, let's I'm, get into it. I'm doing a I'm doing a Murdoch Mysteries AMA right now with you guys. So go ahead, ask me anything. Okay, who was this first guy you mentioned? Floodgate. What was his name? Crabtree. 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 He's he's a he's a con, he's a constable in Toronto Constabulary. Okay. Uh, he's from Newfoundland. Oh, this is the Johnny Harris character. Yes. Oh, okay. And both he and Murdoch this season are very tan. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> not explained, but uh, they just have really nice tans. Murdoch and Crabtree probably went down to America to see if they could get some more work in the off season. I think they've probably been spending time in Hogtown, former yes. Toronto, the hog mm-hmm. hiding district. And yep. It gets hot in there when you got to hide a hog. Yep. So maybe that's it. I mean, that's that's my head cannon, certainly, but it has not been confirmed as cannon. Okay, hmm. head <laughs> I'd like to know just how you got so into Murdoch mysteries, and like you, you are uh, like you run the Reddit board of Murdoch mysteries. Yeah. Well, like I say, I'm trying to keep up with what old people like. It just it just hooked me. There's a lot of really great episodes. Sometimes they try to deal with uh, contemporary issues. <laughs> like there was one where people were <laughs> protesting a fox hunt, and also uh, testing on lab animals, and mur- and someone got murdered, and Murdoch had to wade into these moral gray areas there's there's an assisted suicide episode Whoa, there's whoa, wow. there's one i just saw where um and was that was it like was this there a line where murdoch goes excuse me mr kevorkian or dr kevorkian and he goes dr kevorkian senior <laughs> as if he's uh but he doesn't even have a kid yet <laughs> you know I, I it's hard for me to joke about this episode because it was his very wife who assisted the suicide, and it was really hard on him. Wait, Murdoch's Man. wife? Murdoch's wife. What? Doc, Dr. Julia Ogden. <laughs> Wait, oh, she assisted the suicide. She assisted the suicide, oh, yeah. And Murdoch yeah. was like, I don't know if I believe in this yet. No, he's, he's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, religious, he's a religious guy, sure. and also uh, an inventor. So what side did they come down on with the fox hunt? Did they make a did they take a stance or was it more ambiguous? Uh they they wound up pretty anti fox hunt. Um Murdoch's boss, uh Inspector Brackenreed, was 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 part of the fox hunt, but he was only there to like social climb. And at the end he decided he didn't really like it after all. Oh he <laughs> wait, so there's side like B plots about like the boss wants to get in with the oh, hoity toity yeah. crowd. The the <laughs> boss the boss is a gruff guy but has a love for local theater as well. Local oh, theater. Yeah. Wow. There's what kind of plays are being performed in nineteen ten Toronto? Well, there is a recent episode where somebody actually gets murdered by a prop gun at a murder mystery play. Oh like and Br- all, and all Brandon Lee. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> It was, per- it was a Crow prequel play. <laughs> yeah, they're performing Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven. Yeah. The original Crow. <laughs> yeah. Quote The Raven. Whoa, The Raven shouldn't even have a gun. <laughs> oh, sh- and it killed the guy. It killed the guy. Uh, because the chief inspector's son was in the cast, 
all of his work friends were there. So all the detectives were in, in the audience. Oh, my God. And they had to, like, get the, the actors to stay behind so that they could uh, figure out which one of them swapped so like the a... prop gun. Wow. For... So was it like a bottle episode? Where they had just... It was, yeah. So are they just everything's closed and it's, it all happens place and it all happens in one spot. It all happens on the stage. And then, um, the director claimed to be from New York city, but turned out to be from Mimico. You really do know. I mean, you know a lot about Murdoch mysteries. I've, I've been keenly watching season 13 on CBC gem. Season wow. 13. Yeah. The, uh, oh my God. Murdoch mysteries for me is just one of those shows that I guess has been on, forever and like i've never once tuned into it but i've, I've just always known about it you know but i, I don't get, know anything about it but i know about it well, did it if, get canceled at one point like it, when it first came out i think cbc canceled it or maybe C- city tv canceled it. i think it went from ctv to cbc and oh, at see. that point potentially that's when it went crazy but i don't know because it <laughs> is it's we're getting dangerously close to Stefan or Cal territory in season 13 <laughs> of Murdoch Mysteries, I will say. Is there going to be some time travel, do you think? Something like that? Uh, I will say that the most recent episode that I've seen, um, Murdoch, Albert Einstein, Nikola Tesla, and Marie Curie are trapped in an um, underground bunker where they invent a laser gun that shoots a hole in somebody's head and then they escape in a hot air balloon. Are and you this, none of this is a bit. That is, <laughs> is a bit. It, no, it ends. Just... It ends with them escaping in a hot air balloon, and also. Um, so fam- Murdoch starts his own Avengers esque team of scientists. <laughs> They're all at a symposium, along with uh, Henry Ford, who steals Murdoch's invention of a rear view mirror. Well, um, Murdoch invented oh that. God. Yep. Uh, uh, famed thieves in mirror, maybe. <sighs> Closer. Than I get it. Again, yeah. it's okay. What's the? I'm gonna think on this. Objects in the mirror may be closer than they appear. Yeah, but uh, some... thieves in the mirror may be closer than they. Yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. Uh, Andrew Carnegie is in this episode as well, and she gets and he gets punched by a famed anarchist Emma Goldman. Wow. Also a character in this episode. Wow, so everyone's that just is, there. There's a big <laughs> symposium. Scientists are going missing. Thomas Edison fakes his own kidnapping because. He's jealous of the scientists who are actually getting kidnapped. And this is all in one this episode? This is one episode. I, every every scene I kept being like, this is when he wakes up and it's all a dream. But it never happened. They invented the laser gun, shot the lady's head. You can see a hole burning in it. And the next oh scene, they're getting away in a hot air balloon. And that is how the episode ends. That's not how lasers That's like, really work. Like, you can't back that. Back then. Back. back then, they were more powerful. <laughs> okay, all right then. Oh, yeah. It's before they turned them down so you could use them to fix your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> we should turn this down. Yeah, maybe, maybe this has more uses than shooting people in the head. Maybe they could do other things. Yeah. Like measuring distances and such. Oh, no, no. We'll just shoot people in the head with it. That's what, yeah. They shot her in the head, and then they're all like, oh. <gasps> Dr. Lasik, what have you done? <laughs> He's like, I was aiming for a ride. He has actually predicted smartphones in one episode. <laughs> this is like, the fucking thing with this show is that like, you can't do a bit. You can't be crazy. You're like, oh yeah, no, that's true. That happened. That actually happened. Uh, Holy shit. I'm sorry. You know this, this show actually... That's for you guys. No, no, how does he, wait, that's how It's do, great that it's... How does he predict smartphones? Tell me. Yeah, this I got to He's know. giving a speech on the future. And he says that in the future, there's good, we're all going to have like wireless communication devices in our pockets. And I think he says that there might be cameras on them as well. Wow. How would we even know about wireless? <laughs> These telephones might know? be, I don't know, smart. <laughs> but they don't even have TV yet. Like they haven't even pushed wired communication <laughs> yeah, to like it. He also like invents a lot of stuff. Like he, I think he invented fingerprinting technology. He invents a lot of like... Um, camera type. he invents a lot of modern things so, but with steampunk aesthetics what is the what's the furthest That's thing cool. that he's like what's the most modern thing he's invented i mean lasers is pretty, pretty I think it's, it's probably the lasers is uh but <laughs> it, he's just always inventing like little contrap there's one where um this is off topic but there's one where apparently colin mockery is a recurring nemesis 
Damn yeah. He's like his Moriarty. He, yeah, he is. And really? He, and, he, <laughs> and he framed Murdoch for uh, inventing a stabbing machine that, stabbed, stabbing that machine. stabbed his neighbor. And it was like the perfect the perfect frame job where Murdoch was arrested for, for murdering somebody with a stabbing machine. No one else wow. but Murdoch could do this. That, <laughs> that, that's what I actually is. have yeah. seen a few of the Colin Mockery episodes and it's cool that he starts each one by turning to the camera and saying, could I get a device to frame your nemesis <laughs> with? And then, and then he tries to do a very, very bad improvised song yeah. and Ryan Stiles comes in and helps him out. And it's always like, <laughs> he's the only character in the show where when he draws a gun, it's never a gun, it's like a different prop. Yeah. But yeah. He, he's so convincing. That he can turn anything into anything. He often shows up with a pool noodle and then convinces Murdoch and everyone else present that it's actually something else. Andy, what'd you do this week? Uh, this week, I went, well, it was holidays for me, so I just came back. Just for you? Yeah, just for me. <laughs> just my own personal <laughs> Christmas. Oh, it was Andy's Eve and then Andy Day. <laughs> it was Andy Day. It was fabulous. I got, I got tested for uh, adult ADHD. Aww. Yeah, so I have a learning disability apparently. But I Wait, you have what? What do you do with that now? Uh, I don't know. I, I haven't taken any drugs for it or anything like that. But I, it was just a computer. Well, it was a it was a multiple choice questionnaire and a computer test, and then like a twenty minute conversation with someone, and then was apparently it's like, all right, let's make this life changing decision. So I don't know if I'm going to take it or not. Was this at a doctor's office? Yeah, well, where else would it be? It sounds like something that you did, like, like on, a, a, on BuzzFeed. On, yes. on BuzzFeed. Yeah. I don't know. It, I printed off a prescription. Which, which, which ADHD-afflicted celebrity are you? Yeah. Which, yeah. which hyperactive former Party of Five cast member? Man, everyone has... I mean, I don't mean to, I don't mean to downplay ADHD, but it does... I'm, it's, I feel like a lot of people... Like have it? I should say claim to have it. I don't know. It's Maybe had its it. it's had its time as a disorder, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's passé. It was so nice. It's pretty nineties, and now it's we're on to Aspergers as the new. Yeah, movie. I know. I don't oh, have Aspergers. Right. The new like hotness, that. as far as yeah. As when, as when I see someone with ADHD thing, but... now, I'm like, yeah. Do you also wear tight jeans and have a big beard? <laughs> Get back to. 2000 and then I, I will say not the, now not today yeah. I will say the actual test that I did the one like other than like the multiple choice questions which were just like do you have trouble concentrating yeah and do you have do you, do you have trouble over concentrating yeah so like the, like everything could be easy but the actual test that you take is a computer program that looks like it's from like 1987 and it's just a square box and then this woman's voice you have, you have to wear these old well I was wearing these old gross uh, earphones and then you have a Mouse button you push and it says every time what is a bell rings. No wait, no, <laughs> god damn it! Let Do me you agree? Fucking finish this. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> every time, every time you see the number one, press your mouse button, and every time you hear the number one, press the mouse button. But if you see a number two, or hear the number two, don't press it. And then she says, "Be as quick as you can, but be careful." Like that. So wow. that was terrifying. So yeah. it's so easy to fail this test. It's then. well, it, I thought it was going to be easy to, to do, but then, then she said you have to do this for fifteen minutes, which was just like insane oh to me. God. Like fifteen minutes of just doing this, oh, clicking, that click, is a long click, time. and I thought I killed it, but apparently, nope, I didn't. So you that's did they, yeah. they didn't let you bring your own headphones. Well, that was honest, and honestly, the guy that went before me was really not. He was he had some hygiene issues. <laughs> I'm just saying he was it was a little bit yeah it was weird it was him I don't know if I should be talking you know one knows he's not gonna be listening it was him yeah, and his gross. him and his like girlfriend and they were going through these very personal questions he was just trying to go through them and he was going too slow so she like grabbed it from him she's like look I'll just do it okay I'll, uh, she, yeah. do you have any do you have trouble with alcohol yeah of course yeah you have anything to kill yourself yeah. yeah like she started just going like loudly in wow. the waiting room going Whoa. through all of this yeah wow. that's yeah. a good relationship yeah I think so yeah it helps him this was <laughs> This was in Nova Scotia that you did this? Yeah, it was in Nova Scotia. So yeah, trouble with alcohol and have tried to kill yourself. Not yeah, really. I mean, that's kind of a thing. That's a rite <laughs> not, of passage in Nova really Scotia. really a big deal out there. Yeah. Welcome home. <laughs> anyway. Uh, I, wow. I don't want to uh, downplay this uh, Affliction? ADHD either, but like, what is, does this news... Okay, so do you have it, I guess? I don't know. I mean, maybe... Let's say you, you have it. What is this news going to do for you now? Well, now you I know? have drugs <laughs> and I can take them and it's... And I, maybe... 
Those drugs are good. Yeah. You'll, you'll lose weight on those because they are also an appetite suppressant. It's pretty much sick. speed, isn't it? So I don't. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure I want to do that yet. So you, that's sick. You'll really focus on stuff and then get incredibly tired because you won't eat any food for days at a time. Have you done these drugs? Yep. <laughs> wow. Uh, the closest I've become, I've ever come to uh, having or uh, knowing about ADHD is um, when I bought my new ADHD TV. <laughs> The channels just change on their own. The quality is super clear, but it whips through those channels. You can't stop it. But every time it does stop for a second, you're like, wow, that's quality. It's great. It's great. It's good. Oh, my God. It's really good. Uh, anyway, that's, no, that's what I did. Awesome. That's essentially what I did. So uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to. That, was, that was your Christmas? That was kind of my... I don't know. Wait, I, you were home with your foster parents. Yeah, I was home with my foster parents. Who? What did you get for Christmas? Uh, we did a thing. We do a uh, Yankee exchange where it's all... Yankee exchange? Yeah. It's like a circle jerk? Yeah. We all get together. <laughs> my foster parents, my grandmother, my aunt, and my uncle, and we all just jerk off on a Christmas tree. Okay. And whoever finishes has to, has to last, eat the tree. Has to eat the tree. <laughs> yeah, has to eat the whole fucking tree. Yeah. So I mean it's a little and then interesting. I ate the tree. <laughs> it's a little weird. Uh, no, we did it we do a thing where everyone gets a random gift, you don't put a label on it, and then on Christmas Day there's a hat, get numbers, and everyone picks a random number and then from one like from one to ten or whatever, there's ten people. And you choose number one chooses the first gift, opens it up. No matter what it is, it's theirs. And then number two has the option to either take that gift or open one themselves. Oh, that's so, fun. So it's fun. Like a mean secret Santa. It's a mean <laughs> secret Santa. So I bought, um, you have to pay $25. So I bought uh, $25 worth of turnips and then just put it in a box. <laughs> oh, that's great. So Andy's that guy. I'm that guy. That's I was a like, bad gift. Well, it was originally supposed to be Star Trek wine glasses, but they didn't show up in time. So I, I it was like... The so night you were before, forced to get something just, way better. Christmas, <laughs> Christmas Eve, I ran, I ran to Walmart and... Uh, they have turnips in Walmart? Oh, yeah. They oh, got yeah. everything now, baby. That's been our show. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, I bought it, and then uh, it was actually quite nice. It was really fun to watch my uncle open a box of turnips on Christmas Day and say, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Did... That actually would be fun. He was very, everyone loved it. And he was, he kept, and then he opened it early. He was like number two. And then as everyone was opening other gifts, he kept saying, just, do you want anyone turnips? Anybody trying to get them? To... He was stuck with the turnips. So it was good. That's it was, good. It was a cute experience. I enjoyed it. Did he That's have fun. to like take them on a plane after to go back? No, no, he's from there. So <laughs> okay. I don't know. My grandmother, my, my grandmother almost, she was like, "That's I oh, make some good turnip stew." She was gonna exchange it, but my family vetoed it. They wouldn't let her because she's a little bit uh, so they're loopy. Bo- they're both unhappy with that. <laughs> Just take, let her take the fucking turnips. It doesn't matter. I know the reason your grandma was unhappy is because her gift was tight, tight boxer briefs that show your dick with <laughs> words on the back that say "World's Best Uncle." Let's zippy zippy zoo to our favorite segment. The first time we're recording it in 2020. It's Everardo's Trivia! All right. So, uh, yeah, it's great to be back doing trivia. And today's, uh, this week's uh, game is all about Murdoch mysteries. As was this episode. Murdoch head uh, here in studio. So this is just going to be a classic trivia game. Mm. Um, okay, so question one. How many seasons are there of Murdoch's Mysteries? Ding, ding. Thirteen. There... Okay. <laughs> was it multiple <laughs> choice? There was a multiple choice. Oh, but... sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no. I want to see if Bryn can just blaze through all these <laughs> hey, questions. Hit me with them. Is it A, 13? Wait, no, you don't have to. No, we know it's 13. <laughs> okay. well, Unless so there's I'm a thinking. killer joke hiding in the options. Uh, no. <laughs> all right. <laughs> So we'll just give that one to Bryn. That's kind of like a warm-up uh, question. Sure. Thank you. Sure. Only 13 seasons. Hmm. Okay. So question two. Which hated Canadian prime minister famously loves Murdoch Mysteries and had a cameo in an episode? I know this one. Is it A, Justin Trudeau, or B, Stephen Harper? Wait, you didn't even have... You didn't even go back. We could have had a Defen Baker joke. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's Stephen Harper. I'm going to say Stephen Harper, although I'm going to guess that hated Prime Minister, you know, I'm going to guess the people who love Murdoch Mysteries consider Trudeau to be a hated 
Prime yeah. Minister. Ah, that's Based true. Based on Andy and my grandparents, I'm going to go ahead and speak for yours, but I guess <laughs> they don't like them. <laughs> that's true. Bryn catching the, the word trickery in the question, which I, I definitely <laughs> thought of before. Personally, I like Justin Trudeau. I like that he's like really handsome, but then underneath that, ugly in his soul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's kind of like uh, a character from Shallow Hal. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> if we when when I get bonked on the head and get my uh, temporary shallow house disease, I see right through him, and I go oh, like I'm watching the TV, and I'm like oh, and everyone's like, what are you talking about? He's the most handsome man in Canada. I'm like, not for me right now. Is that what happens in shallow house? Just as inside, like he sees pretty people as ugly too. Like that's he sees okay. their soul, their soul. Okay, yeah, okay. Sees, fair enough. Yeah, okay, cool. Beauty's on the inside. So everyone's and, different. Uh, I actually don't know. I've never seen it. Like, is everyone different? <laughs> yeah, like, uh, I know some that, like, people that are hot in real life but are mean, Hal will see them as ugly. Wow. And right, Gwyneth like, Paltrow, like, who's fat in real life, but she's nice, so Hal sees her as but like Jason, hot. But, like, Jason right. Alexander's character doesn't change, does he? He sees him as him. <laughs> he yeah. sees him as him. He's a perfectly integrated soul, <laughs> yeah. body, being. Yeah. I'm just like, but like, by that logic, everyone would be different actors, right? Slightly yeah. or changed. Yeah, I there should be a moment where me. Jason Alexander's like, so do I look hotter? And Hal's like, oh, nope. <laughs> and he's like, what? He learns that about himself. <laughs> fucking kills himself. <laughs> All right. Wild that the more strings you pull on Shallow Hal, the more it starts to unravel. <laughs> the only, it's the only one by those brothers that does. <laughs> um, Bryn, do you want to hear my shallow Hal 9000? Yep. <laughs> this will be the third or fourth time I've done this on the oh, podcast. Really? Like, I don't, so I expect that people excited. don't listen to all of these, like, there's, they kind of like drop in and out, right? Here we so go. This is, probably is, no, shallow, is, is shallow Hal a running thing that you guys talk yeah, about? Yeah, we're we talking about it quite a lot. Uh, here's, here's, I'm sorry, I'm showing my ignorance here. Here's my impression of shallow Hal 9000. Um, I don't think someone that size would have made a splash that big, Dave. <laughs> That's it's it. actually still funny every time. <laughs> oh, come on. Hurt only by the fact that I can't really do the impression. But the content is nice. Oh, Shallow Hal, we love you. Yep, Shallow's great. Uh, check it Wait, out. Wait, so you guys talk about it a lot, but none of you have had time to, to watch it again? Yeah, that's, the pro- that's been the problem. Times. Time. <laughs> okay. Time's been the problem. All right. Shallow Hell and What Women Want are two of my dad's favorite movies. <laughs> I feel like those, those are, are similar movies. Those were both big uh, Superstation movies, I think, right? Yeah. Was, was Shallow oh, Hell yeah, and big, Superstation like, a lot? Yeah, big Superstation. What Women Want yes. is another one that I've never seen, but I'll never forget the moment from the trailer where Helen Hunt thinks to herself, oop, I looked at his crotch, and then he hears her, and he kind of does this where he like lifts up his crotch on his tiptoes a little like with his little Mel Gibson green he goes lifts up his crotch and then she just goes oh I did it again <laughs> that moment I is I'll die thinking about that moment that oh is God. basically the whole movie distilled <laughs> it's just a bunch of women he just listens to women saying oh man he's, he's got a great crotch yeah look at yeah. that package I want to fuck him I want to fuck, fuck that him. package yeah, yeah. okay that. cool cool what I gotta that? watch it's that movie. Fun. Yeah, it's fun. Because everyone, I love Mel Gibson. <laughs> <laughs> a daddy's home too, better than cool. the original. <laughs> Big fan. Big fan. He seems cool in real life. <laughs> uh, anyway, okay. The answer to question two was, of course, Stephen Harper. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Question three: What Murdoch mystery spinoff show did Andy uh, audition for and not get the part of? <gasps> it was a spinoff. And there was. Uh, I'm not. There's no. It's called uh, Crabtree. <laughs> just is it just Crabtree? <laughs> Crabtree in the city. It's Crabtree in the city. This one is yeah. There is no multiple choice, so it's just guesses. I don't. I don't is it, know. Is, is it? Uh, <laughs> I honestly have I'm no for idea. Sure you would get this. No, one. I really don't know. I know this one. Is it Bracken Reed's day out? <laughs> Is it? It's not Bracken Reed's day out. <laughs> I don't know. Murdoch had a spinoff show. Yeah. That I auditioned so. for. Yeah. And my listeners. Will know this as well, diehard listeners. What's that? What's Murdoch's wife? It on this Do- Dr. Julia Ogden. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Where she goes to work at a big fashion magazine. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Ogden coming up. Uh, no, none of these. Should I just reveal the answer? Yeah. It's Frankie Drake mystery. It is Frankie Drake. That's not a. Is that really a, a spinoff? I think so. It kind of exists in Murdoch world, I think. Well, Bryn, you're the expert. Is Frankie Drake a, a spinoff, or am I confused? It's not direct. It's not a direct spinoff. It's like part of the Murdoch universe, though. I think uh, it's, it, it exists okay. in the same Murdoch timeline. So, yeah. like, if the events of Murdoch took place, 
about 20 years later, Frankie Drake exists in that version of our reality. I see. I thought Frankie Drake like was the, Murdoch's daughter. No, he doesn't. Ha- he doesn't have any kids. Um, He's a bachelor. Baby. So is it like kind of like the nice. Tommy Westphal uh, Westphal universe type thing, like where like it, they they are connected somehow? But uh, it's more like the Quentin Tarantino universe, where like World War Two ended different, so that's why everything in his future movies is uh, is slightly off. Wait, that's wait, a thing? that's part. That's something. Isn't that? I don't know. Rid accepted thing. <laughs> that sounds cool though. Wow, I've never awesome. heard this. I was like man in a high castle shit. Like what? What? I didn't know that. Okay, only uh, two more questions left. Which actor's daughter was once mean to my girlfriend? Wow. <laughs> yes, this is what yes. I like. Yannick Passan. Is, is that the main is guy? Yannick. Yeah. The guy. Wait. The is that Murdoch himself? Yeah. Then yes. <laughs> Murdoch's daughter was mean to your girl. What did, what did, what, what, give me the story. Um, okay, well, I guess there was, uh, he, she came into where my girlfriend works and uh, expected everyone to know who her dad was. <laughs> <laughs> How old is she? Because, do I don't know. Whenever she walks into an old folks home, that is what happened. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. Was your girlfriend working at an old folks home? <laughs> she was. She was not working uh, at an old folks home. And she was like, I don't know who you are or your dad. Yannick Passan. I would <laughs> never know that name. I think she wanted, I don't know it either. I forgot. I didn't even write it down. <laughs> oh, you just wrote Murdoch. Which <laughs> actor? Murdoch. Murdoch. Murdoch, man. He, he's got other stuff on the go. So Yannick, just Murdoch. Yeah. Yannick. I'm sure he does. He yeah, looks I like think, a handsome man. I think man. he was in a movie that was playing at her work. Uh, the Wolf Cop, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's in Wolf Cop. And she was like, wait, she wanted to get free tickets or something? She's like, my dad's in this. Just let me in. <laughs> yeah. Fucking let me in now. But little did she know that there was a way more famous person there that night. Gowan. <laughs> wow. Remember Gowan? Yeah. <laughs> Gowan is more Moonlight famous. Moonlight Desires is a hell of a song. <laughs> so, I, yeah. That's, I saw uh, him live with Sticks last summer. Oh, yeah. I forgot he's in Sticks. He's in Sticks now. Now. Really? Yep. Oh, He's now the lead singer of Sticks. Does he also sing some Gowan songs? They let him, they let him break out a couple of his own songs. He'll do strange <laughs> They let him out of his cage. I would way they rather all... see Gowan than Sticks. Yeah. yeah. But then again, I only know Mr. Roboto, I think, and I'm not interested in ever hearing that. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to hear that. Man. Mr. Roboto is Gowan? No, that's Sticks. 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 So oh. now, now it is. Now it is. Yeah. Now it's all part of the Gowan universe. <laughs> it's crazy to think that Sticks and Gowan exist in the same uh, creative universe now. Yeah, that's fantastic. All right, and final question. Oh, Based on what you know of Murdoch Mysteries, is there, do you think there's a character named Constable Blarney? Oh, yes. Just do you think that's Absolutely. A, a possible character? I think, yeah. Brand, I think there is. Brain, give us the real goods. There's not. Wow. Constable Blarney Stone. <laughs> but you gotta admit, it sounds like there could be. Oh there God. is a constable Henry Higgins, though. <laughs> well, my fair lady is Henry Higgins. But there is a character named. Is he always <laughs> correcting people's grammar and shit? Yeah, uh, he's. Um, okay, it seems like the guy who plays Crabtree is doing better in his career now, so he's not as much in. The episodes. Yeah, he's some, got still standing. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes they're like, where's Crabtree this week? And they're like, oh, he couldn't make it. And so this Higgins guy is in instead. So they're trying to get this other he's comic relief guy, but he's just and he's not. he's like, no, not, not that Henry Higgins. <laughs> is that the, the guy from one. Orphan not... Black as well? Uh, he's in there sometimes and Tetiana Mislani's brother is like, uh, plays oh, this real. Daniel Mislani plays like a real like, uh, Hard edge detective who turns out to be in a committed uh, gay relationship with a that has to be kept secret because of the olden days. Because the olden right. days. And Bracken Reed is not as progressive I, as, as as Murdoch and Crabtree. I think you oh, should get yeah. an audition for. We should get you on there. I would like to host a Chris Hardwick type uh, after show. That's talking, yeah. talking, 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 Doc. Yeah. Let's, yeah. Well, let's get this going. Uh, let's get a hashtag going. <laughs> Get this. Uh, let's get Bryn uh, his own talking Murdoch mysteries show after show. Yeah, let's get that hashtag going. So if you're following along, that's hashtag uh, Bryn talking Doc. 
uh, or hashtag Andy's out. You can always go Let's back to hashtag. Let's not use that one. Just the Andy's talk and out. talk. That's I don't the want hashtag Andy's we're out. using to cancel Andy for various <laughs> statements, most of which I would assume have been redacted from this podcast. But just know they were said. I t- just we, all you have to know is that they were said. Yeah, Things well, were said. And let's just say we all had to take a bit of a break. I will say I we prefaced, sent Andy for a walk around the block. The guy, I prefaced the those with "please cut this" because I just wanted to say it. <laughs> that's that's the new rules of getting canceled. So, if you say "cut this," but you yeah. have to say whatever. Yeah, that's this. what Mel Gibson said yeah. before his rant. It's the same as yeah. I don't want to be racist, but yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, this has been so fun, and. Uh, thank you so much for being here, Brian. Oh, thanks for having me, guys. Where can people find you online, and uh, and how can people find yeah, just everything that you're doing? Uh, you can uh, Twitter at uh, Brintendo64. And if you want to hear Brin's album, it's coming out February 14th, and it's called Gentrify This. It's a Valentine's Day gift for your sweetie. Uh, Brintendo64. That's Brin with a Y. Yep. Uh, check him out. Check him out if you're ever in Toronto. Check out Reddit slash Murdoch Mysteries, Mysteries. The, the message boards that he runs, and he keeps a tight leash on those Murdoch. Yeah, keep it keep it Murdoch related. Goodbye, everyone. We'll Bye. see you soon. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar. Como esta? You've got Mary Chris Rivera, Ali Rasul, Belinda Corpus, Ali Posadas, and Paula Bautista, Isabel Canon. And we are the Tita Collective. We have a new podcast called Chica Chica with the Titas. Chica Chica means gossip. Now you know. We will be chatting about Philippine arts and culture as a reflection of our lives as women of the Philippine diaspora. For our first season, we will be breaking down the themes of our award-winning sketch comedy show, Tita Jokes, a love letter to the strong Filipinas in our lives. It also explores many themes, which include family, identity, homesickness, peer erasure, and more. So please subscribe. Don't miss an episode of Chica Chica with the Titas.